Do you like to learn about random wild stuff? You know, the things you didn't think you needed to know about, then realize you should? Then welcome to Nothing Off Limits, the podcast that gives you one place to go for something different. Impress your next party guest with your unusual body of knowledge. And if you dig the show, get more information at ladyfoxentertainment.com and subscribe, rate, or review. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nothing Off Limits. Today, we're talking about ascension. You're going to find out what that is with my guest, author, energy healer, and transpersonal psychotherapist, Vidya Fraser. Vidya is the author of three books on the subject of ascension, Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Ascension, Embracing the Transformation, and Triumph of the Light. Vidya has offered workshops, classes, and public presentations over the past 45 years on a variety of subjects pertaining to spiritual awakening, drawing on sources from both the East and the West, as well as her own inner journey. She's presented at numerous events, including the New Living Expo and a 5D New Paradigm Conference. You can get links to her books in the show notes. And of course, please visit her website at vidyafraser.com. Welcome, Vidya. Welcome to you. Thank you. Nice to be here. I'm still probably not saying your name right, but it's so pretty. It means wisdom. Yeah, it was given to me. So I, I took it on. And you're going to share some of that wisdom today. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I know you will. Roll it back a little bit for us. Tell us more about your journey toward becoming a healer, an author, a psychotherapist, teaching people about this interesting topic. Yeah. Well, my, my journey, you know, it's basically a spiritual journey. It, it goes back almost 50 years. I have studied and followed both Eastern traditions and Western metaphysical teachings. And then at some point, I just went off in my own direction, like I think a lot of us do. But anyway, early on, I learned about something that was called the Golden Age that mm. was going to be happening in the new millennium. This mm -hmm. was way back in the early 70s. And I've got to say, as soon as I started hearing about it, it always rang true. I mean, it was kind of like I already knew it. I already was remembering it, that, that I knew about it. And I got very excited saying, oh, yeah, you know, it's a long ways off. But at some point, we are moving towards something that can be called the golden age. But then because it was, you know, so many years until the new millennium was going to start, I kind of forgot about it. And I just got involved in a lot of other things, other teachings, the spiritual paths. And the 70s. An yeah, <laughs> so I lived in ashram for a few, few years. And then in the late wow. 70s, you know, I began working as a, a licensed therapist and a healer, but I always used alternative methods. I rarely did the traditional thing um, It always, you know, involved something like past life regression or spirit releasement, psychodrama, dream therapy, manifestation, meditation, you know, all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Then in the early 90s, I was called to India through a master um, by the name of Papaji, who was a student of Ramana Maharshi, was really drawn to him. And when I went there, I experienced a really profound awakening that just totally changed my life. And so when I came back, that's what I was really focusing on, both you know, in my own development, but also in the work I was doing with clients and in workshops. At that point, I wrote actually a first book, even before the other three that you mentioned, called The Art of Letting Go, which is about letting go of identifying with the ego. And that's 
the kind of teachings I was really into at that point. Mm-hmm. But then the early 2000s came along, and I started remembering about the golden age, saying, well, wait a minute, you know, is this happening? You know, what's going on? And at that point, I, you know, started hearing the terms ascension and the fifth dimension, you know, that, that were describing, you know, the, the process into the golden age. And again, you know, it sounded very familiar, and I got very excited. And I just knew that this is what I was really here for this time. And I think a lot of us are here for in order to experience these times of a great shift happening. And so at that point, you know, I just began focusing on, you know, studying the ascension paradigm. What was it saying about, you know, what we're going through and what we will be going through? And I just saw how it was describing so well what it was I was experiencing in my life at that time. It was just, you know, ascension really became a reality for me at that point. I could see all kinds of shifts happening inside of me, new openings and more spiritual experiences. And at the same time, new losses, really big losses and changes happening in my life, things falling away, you know, a a lot of uncertainty happening. And I realized, oh, this is all part of the Ascension journey. And so a few years later, I went back to India, but this time to a very different scene. It was, um, you know, I was invited to the Oneness University, which is really um, an amazing place. It was like where magic happened. Anyway, I was learning how to give what's called the oneness blessing or diksha. And Mm. so at that point I came back and this is what I did for people, large groups of people for a couple of years. And then the next step, you know, that that just kind of faded away, you know, like a lot of us, you know, you go through different cycles. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. And, And then the next little stage was I was drawn to study a type of quantum healing, which is, you know, healing in the quantum field. Mm-hmm. And I studied with a man by the name of Del Morris. It just incredible kinds of healing happened for me. So I, you know, I learned how to do it, and I started offering them myself because I saw that these healings are so very helpful for people who are now deep into the process of their ascension awakening, part of what I'm still doing. That's amazing. Everything that you talked about, I'm, I'm sitting here, people can't see us, but I'm nodding the whole yeah. time. I'm like, yes, yes, like I understand this. Although my experiences thus far have been completely out of order from your experiences, you oh, seem right. to uh-huh. make more sense. But, you know, you mentioned in the early 2000s um, was when you stumbled upon ascension. I've only recently stumbled upon the concept of ascension. But I had been hearing about Golden Age, you know, a couple of years ago, maybe. Uh-huh. when people started talking about it then. But in, in terms of quantum healing, I was exploring that, you know, in the mid-90s and uh-huh. um, right. reading Deepak Chopra and his yeah, book about right. quantum healing. And so it's yeah, it's for a me... different kind. Yeah, right. Okay, so 
I would love to peel apart all of these different pieces, right? Or put them together, I guess I should say, um, so that it makes sense for people out there listening. Because you said a lot of things and people are probably already cocking their heads to the side like, what is she talking about? (laughs) There was one thing that you said that I think will be a really good like entree point. And that is that like lots of changes are happening right now. And I know... Personally, it's happening. I know friends who are going through like huge transitional shifts in their lives, losing Uh big relationships or, you know, like moving on or like losing their home or like whatever. Uh So this isn't just about personal circumstance. I really do feel like there's like a larger energy shift happening. It's not about weather patterns either it's it's spirituality and there's like a collective energy shift happening can you explain to us why all of this is happening what it all means essentially when we use the word ascension i first of all want to say this isn't the the christian context of ascension you know if anyone has that on their mind to put that aside ascension is it's basically the same as just spiritual awakening, you know, it's a rising in consciousness, it's a waking up to who we really are. But the word ascension is used to indicate that we're ascending into a much higher consciousness very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. It's like a leap in, in evolutionary consciousness. And we're doing it in a very rapid manner at this time. You know, spiritual awakening in the past has been, you know, we just sort of travel along our little spiritual path, we try this out, we do those teachings, you know, we tune into that. This is something that's happening very, very quickly because it's just, because the earth is moving very, very quickly into a higher dimension. What we need to understand is that for thousands of years, humanity and the earth existed in what's been called the third dimension. It's a reality structure. It's a, a consciousness that creates an experience of reality. And people have functioned in this third dimensional consciousness, you know, for thousands of years. And many of us have incarnated many times over thousands of years. Mm-hmm. I believe it's, that. It's, yeah, it's a consciousness, you know, that includes separation and fear and war, oppression, guilt, shame, all those kinds of things that we just sort of take for granted. And, and, and we think this is all there is. This is the only reality. But in, <laughs> according to these ascension teachings and what a lot of us just know in our hearts, there are much higher dimensions of reality we can live in. And also, according to these teachings, it's interesting that since December of 2012, the Earth has ascended into the fourth dimension. Mm. Now, yeah, it, it's, a, it's an interesting way, um, interesting perspective on reality. 4D is it's kind of a bridge, you know, from lower consciousness into higher consciousness. And there's, there's a lot of different levels within um, each of these dimensions. And so in December of 2012, depending on where someone was living in consciousness, they shifted into one of the levels of 40. And the lower levels are really awful kinds of levels, but I think anyone listening to this program probably shifted into one of the higher levels of 4D. And one of the things you can see is that 
Um, the third dimension is very, very rigid and limited. Mm-hmm. And what's happened now is that our reality structure is really loosening up. Uh, manifestation is a lot faster. I think people are really seeing this. A lot of um, synchronicities more are happening. It's easier to not have automatic reactions to things. You know, there's a little bit of time in which you could choose what you want to say or how you want to respond. It's easier now, really, to connect to source. A lot of people are discovering this. Mm-hmm. And, and a very interesting thing is it's like time is collapsing. You know, we, we tend to think that the linear structure of time, you know, past, present, future, is the only kind of time there is. And it's evidently not the only kind of time at all. Uh, what we're progressing into now is a, um, it's more into present time. And, and you can begin discovering that there are times during your, your day where you just completely forget about past and future. You can get really just focused on present time. And mm-hmm. it's very, it's lovely. It's freeing. It's like when you get in that zone when you're, and th- yeah. I'm saying it like this so that if people could, who aren't capturing this concept yet can really relate to it. Like when you're, run, when you're running or yeah, exercising and you one. get into a zone or when you're creating something like if you're, you know, writing a song or, or creating yeah. a, a new piece of work, it's that zone, right? Yeah, Where you're absolutely. Just, yeah. It, it's a very good way. Yeah, the, the creative process is one that a lot of people can, can um, relate to. You know, you just get caught in it, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like time stops. Totally. Um, um, however, the, the thing is, even though we are currently now in 4D, um, most people on the planet are still functioning from 3D consciousness. You know, it's, it's a process. Yeah. And even those of us who know about this, we, we still have 3D habits of consciousness that, you know, it's easy to, to fall back into. So it's just, you know, we're realizing it's, it's a process, but it's going quite quickly. And so it pushes on people. You know, if you don't go along with the, uh, the program here. You're going to struggle. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to yeah, be a really moving. pissed off person. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we're so, moving more and more rapidly <clears throat> towards 5D, and there are really intense energies pushing at us now. And we can see that the Earth is experiencing them too. You know, the volcanoes, the earthquakes, the the fires going on. So that's the government's changing. Uh, Oh, boy. Oh, there's just such chaos out there. You know, what I'd like to explain, I guess, about that is, um, and further about Ascension is, you know, what we've been talking about, all this stuff that's going on, um, both in our individual lives and out in the world. It's really, really disruptive. Yeah. But all of this, all of this, has been, has been predicted by many, many sources over the years that a lot of people don't realize. There are many ancient texts throughout the ages that have described this shift, this leap in evolution that we are in the process of experiencing. All, it's in all the major religions. That they, they refer to these times. You know, there are many prophecies and teachers and channelings about it. 
And what I find really interesting is that there are evidently hundreds of indigenous cultures throughout the entire world that have passed on this wisdom, you know, through the elders about these times that we're in and where we're going. And they've, you know, they've just passed it on for centuries and centuries. Wow. And actually now, you know, there are a number of books written on it in current times, not, not, not just mine, and a whole slew of YouTubes mm-hmm. and blogs being written about it. And so it just took like a century for us to get the memo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are even certain scientists now talking about it. So it's, you know, even though it's Thank new God. concept for a lot of people, um, it's, it's been around for a while. Yeah. Once the scientists start talking about it, you know that there's something to yeah, it. Yeah, there, there's something here. Yeah, because they're coming straight from, you know, just 3D consciousness. Even they are seeing it. So anyway, all these sources are saying that humanity is moving toward a huge leap in evolution due to a shift that happens about every 26,000 years or so. And that's when our planet reaches this particular area of the galaxy that we're now entering into. And this is where very high frequencies are emitted from the central sun into our entire galaxy. And these frequencies give a boost in evolution to everything that they touch. And so, you know, the teachings say that this time, the earth and everything on it are going to be shifting from what's been called the third dimension into the fifth dimension. And dimensions aren't places. I mean, that's something that needs to be really clear. We're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I say, they're, they're levels of consciousness which create structures of reality that we live in. And, you know, 3D is a very limited, restricted structure of reality. It's got the timeline. Like we we think it's 12 noon or 1 p.m. or whatever, right? But it's also run by, you know, really limited, rigid rules. You know, some operating structure that's run by mutations and distortions of consciousness that came about during something that happened many thousands of years ago called the fall of consciousness. And these distortions are things like hatred and fear and shame and anger, domination, you know, all the the stuff that causes suffering. And so that's been what the third dimension has been about. And, you know, since you know, most of us have been living out our lives for thousands of years here. We tend to think it's the only dimension of reality there is, but it isn't. No, well, I mean, I've known this for a while since I've experienced death, not myself, but around me. So, and the communication of spirits or souls. And so yeah. I've always had this belief, like you mentioned reincarnation earlier. And, and I think I, I had first discovered it when I read the autobiography of a yogi. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, and that there's like another plane of existence and, you know, that this human body or the animal body is just in this lifetime, but that you can you still live on and you can still communicate. And so when my dog, I had to put my dog down in 2013 because he had I found out he had cancer and it was a, a very quick decision and it was super traumatic. Really but hard. when 
when he, it's so hard. But when he was um, in the middle of the process of being put down, I was holding him. And I am not kidding. And I've told a few people this. I felt his soul lift or I felt his yeah. energy body lift. Yeah. And I, I felt it. And I jumped up and I was like, I just felt him. He's gone. And you know what? I've, ha- I've had the same experience with my cat. Exactly the same thing. Yeah. I could kind of see it as well. So he, he came up out of his body and just sort of looked around. It was so glorious. Yeah. I didn't see anything. I felt it. And I just got yeah. chills thinking right. about it again. And yeah. it freaked me out. Um, and and then I also felt someone like rubbing my back when I was watching him being um, oh. driven away. And uh-huh. but nobody was around. Like I had a group of people there with me, but nobody was standing right next right. to me at that moment. And I was like, wow. So I started having these experiences and then exploring more into the dimensions of existence and you know i had spoken with a healer at that point because i was having trouble with the loss and Uh she explained you know he's running around like he can play with energy he can send you signals and so all of that kind of stuff so i did sort of in my mind think of it as a place like over the rainbow bridge into this other plane right. of existence. So, but we can't think about it as a place. Yeah, well, it, it can feel like a new place because the reality structure that is creating where you are can feel like a whole different place. But it actually, you know, it's not like some people think, oh, we're going to another planet. I mean, that's not what ascension is. Right, right. We're still going to be here on Earth. It's just going to look and feel really, really different. And we're going to be able to do things that we can't do in third dimension. You know, there's going to be telepathy that's really easy between people. It's just going to be natural transparency, Mm -hmm. you know. And that happens. That already happens. A lot of people experience that when you're thinking about somebody and then they text you. Right. That kind of thing. And that's a simple example, but you really can send thoughts, good energy. You know, obviously, if it's for the good of everyone, it's really positive to do that. And you can Uh really connect with somebody. I've felt someone's feelings from across the country. Yes. And that's the quantum field. You're in the quantum field when you're feeling it because we are all connected and it's immediate. You know, you don't wait for someone to get to you. You're right there with them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's one of those big mysteries. But when you're experiencing that, what I usually say is you're dipping into 5D. I love it. Yeah. And a lot of us are doing that now. You know, we're going from, you know, a little bit in the third, you know, we're out there grocery shopping and, you know, cars and all that kind of stuff. We have to sort of be there. But then, you know, you can drift up into, into 4D where things are, you know, happier and more peaceful and you know so so would you explain it like 3d is monday through friday and you have deadlines at work 4d is when you're relaxing on the weekend and 5d (laughs) is when you're in hawaii on vacation for a month (laughs) it could be described that way it it could be um it's just that you know things get easier and just much more pleasant and you just know who you are you're connected to everything, there's a real sense of oneness. Your heart is open. You know, it's just all those things that we kind of experience here. But when you experience it from that higher frequency, it's, it's even more mind blowing. Yeah, and you start to attract different people into your life too, right? 
Absolutely, you do. Yeah. I've watched a lot of friendships drop off or I people know. that I've had to cut off or who cut me off. And like, yeah, you know, it's just there have uh-huh. been a lot of shifts. I'm okay with that. At first, I was like, what the heck is going on? But now I'm like, you know what? That relationship no longer serves me. That needed to Absolutely. go. That's one of the um, very common ascension symptoms I, I see happening. And, and it often happens uh, for people with um, family members and old friends that mm. they sort of have in touch with. Um, you know, when you start realizing that spending time with these people um, just doesn't feel good anymore. You know, you feel drained afterwards or there's just a lot of, you know, tension or you're just plain bored with them, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, and this is just, it's a process of what's happening now. You know, they call it, um, you know, dividing into two earths. But like I say, it's not physical earth. It's two strata of consciousness. And those of us who are, you know, as souls, we've decided, yeah, we're, we want to shift, you know, go through this shift now and go into the fifth dimension. We're on one strata, and there are a number of people on the earth who have not decided to do that, and they will continue for for a while just living out, you know, life as they know it in in third-dimensional consciousness. Mm -hmm. But these two strata are diverging more and more now, so we're really seeing it that the people we have around us are a lot more on our our level of vibration, you know, what we're interested in, you know, what our experiences are. And the people who aren't, will they get pushed along eventually? Yeah, a lot of them will, how I understand it, a lot of them will. Some, you know, there's a lot of death going on now. There are a lot of people either choosing to leave now because Mm. they want to come back later and, you know, when it's a little bit easier, or if they are really, really stuck. (laughs) No, if if they're really, really stuck. And, and they're just young souls, you know, they're, they're right. stuck in, in third dimensions. They're going to be taken or, you know, to go to other places in the universe where the third dimension is still running and they can continue their evolution there. Now, I want to talk about that. So bookmark that, but continue what you're saying, because that interests me in another kind of branch of all of this. Okay. Well, anyway, um, so, so that's one of the things I was saying was an ascension symptom is around relationships that are either breaking up or um, going through weird things. Um, you know, if a relationship hasn't been working for you and you're still plodding along with it, it may just break up because that kind of relationship can't go where you're going. You know, know, it has to be a new kind of relationship with with higher frequencies happening in it. If you don't do it, the universe is going to do it for you. That's right. And you might as well become conscious and do it yourself. Otherwise, it can get even more uncomfortable. You're right. We've all had those experiences where life (laughs) just takes something away from us, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just harder. Uh, Meanwhile, if you see that it's disappearing or that, you know, it's, letting go, you know, if you can consciously just trust and say, okay, I am going to let this go and see what happens. You'll see, you know, these things have to leave to make room for higher frequency experiences and circumstances and relationships to come into your life. Hmm. So you, you just begin trusting that process after a while. Yeah. So it's about being more fearless rather than being tied to 
past experiences that cause you to be hesitant and and doubtful and fearful and all of that. Instead, you just kind of let it go, like you said about your first book. Yeah, right. You you, you let it go, and you also, um, you step into really trusting your inner guidance. I mean, this is all about going inside and discovering what's true for you. Mm. So many people don't trust their intuition. Yeah, it's a hard one, but we're being compelled to do that during this process. It's just something, you know, you're going to have to do because there is so much uncertainty happening now, you know, not only in our own lives, but out in the world. And, you know, people are just going to find that the only way to go is inside and to find that there's a certainty in there. There's a stability and, you know, a connection to source that just holds you really um, very softly in one way, but very firmly in another, and that you will be carried to where you need to go. There's a, um, an old, I don't know which indigenous tribe says this, it might be the Mayans, but they, they said these times are times where you need to let go of the shore. You know, we're going down this river, and people are trying to cling to the shore, to, you know, the, the reality as they've known it, and the certainty that they've known it. And they say, do not cling to the shore. Swim out to the middle of the river and let the current take you. Hmm. And to me, that is just such a good description, I know, of what I have had to do and that I know other people have where you just let go of the familiar. If it's being taken away, if it's falling apart, take that courage that you have inside of you and swim to the middle. There is a current that is taking us into the fifth dimension. And there are also all kinds of beings, like the ascended masters and archangels, that are so eager to assist us in this process. Definitely. You, you just call them and you have to ask them. But when they're there, you can really be aware of, of their presence and how they are guiding you. And, and you can trust them. I agree. And, um, you know, I'm really into this. This may fall outside of this discussion, but I'm really into like getting tarot cards read and stuff. And uh-huh. many, many readers will call upon the assistance of the archangels and ascended yeah, masters. And right. so I'm, I'm familiar with that. And, and I've really looked into that. And there's like a whole set of archangels. And I'm like, this one's for travel. This one's, you know, to help you when you're, you know, dealing with loss. It's awesome. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have all these these folks to help me out. I'm going to call yeah. upon Michael today. <laughs> yeah, but they are my, my friends and colleagues, I'll tell you. That's I'm awesome. With them all the time. I'm yeah. going to call on you too. I'm going to be like, Vidya. <laughs> You'll be like, oh my God, yeah. that podcast host needs to go away. <laughs> and so actually that leads me to a question that I had for you, which yeah. is when you are making this, or when you are part of the ascension and you are letting go and you're embracing all of the change, things are happening in a good way. You're seeing the positive shifts, right? Even though it might be difficult, you're seeing the positive results in all of it. How do you deal with people who are still stuck in the third dimension? How do you set boundaries with them? Like people who are coming to you and being angry or being fearful or, you know, keying your car, which is what happened to me two weeks ago. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like stuff like that, you know, it's like, 
why are people still doing stuff like that or reacting in this way? How do you deal with it if you're ascending? Do you just ignore it and act like you're an L.A. driver or what? <laughs> um, I, you know, it really comes down to I don't think there's any one rule of how or any one way to do it. It's in the moment. And that that's part of what this fourth dimensional shift can give you. You know, it gives you a little bit of time in each instance to say, okay, what's appropriate for this one? Hmm. You know, and sometimes it can be walking out of the room, just leaving. You know, if it's that, if, you know, someone is being so obnoxious and they aren't listening to you, then take care of yourself, you know, leave. It's absolutely appropriate. Other times a person is just calling for help. You know, they are stressed out and people are stressed out because these shifts are happening. And so you, you can shift into your compassion there then and, and just, just listen to them. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's all a person really wants, someone to listen and to understand and have compassion. And you don't even have to explain anything. You know, you can just say, yeah, I really know what that's like. This is hard. You know, if someone's yelling at you with, you know, with a lot of anger and abusive language, you know, you can say something saying, you know, that this is not something I want to participate in right now. Um, Ever. If you want to come, yeah, well, I can just say, you know, right now with you, if, if you'd like to talk later, you know, when you're a little bit calmer, I'm, I'm really happy to do that. So there's a lot of different ways depending on, on the situation. Keying of your car, you know, you, you've got to take care of that probably. But yeah. Can, yeah. can you find out who it is? Probably not. Nope. But um, I didn't see it happen. But I do have an idea of who it was. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's A car can be fixed. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not freaking out about it as much as probably the person who did it thought I would. Um, yeah. You know, right. whatever. It can be fixed. It, But that kind of thing, though, I think is a reaction or a way to, to try to make a statement that is very third dimensional in nature. Yes. And it's, it's, you know, it's hard when something comes at you out of the blue sometimes, and it's really hard, you're going to go into reaction and, you know, third third dimensional kind of reaction. But then you just, after that's done, you move into compassion for yourself. I mean, that's always the most important thing. I say to myself, I'm like, stop being so 3D. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good shorthand, isn't it? But a lot of people, you know, light and love kinds of people, you know, want to move into, oh, I, I have compassion for that person and I want to forgive them. And, and I, I, I always say, you know, start with yourself. Do you have compassion for yourself? Yeah. Do you have, you know, that, that love and acceptance of, of what's happening, especially during these times? And, you know, once we do that, then our reaction to other people really calms down. Because we are just sitting in our own self-love, basically. And sometimes that self-love is the reason why it's it's a good choice to get away from someone because yes, absolutely. like the old me would would try over and over and over to continuously have compassion and continuously right. be shot down for that uh-huh. and then it just yep. got to this point where it was like why am I allowing myself to get beat up like this you know what I mean like 
Absolutely, this needs to change. So, yeah. so what do you do with when guilt comes up? And, and when I say that, I'm thinking of a situation of like, you know, the beggar on the street. And you see like the same guy at the 7-Eleven, like, you know, once a week. And right. you're like, he's always here and you want to help. But like, you can't always be giving this dude money. So yeah. how, do you, how do you resolve those kinds of like guilt emotions? Well, this could be a long answer. I'll try to make it short. Okay. Guilt, guilt comes from something in us that's called the um, inner critic or the superego. Mm. And in my, in my experience, it's never really helpful. In fact, it's something that I see that is not, it was not part of the original human blueprint but it's something that's been added since during the fall of consciousness. But whatever, it's really good to become aware of guilt and shame and fear and self-judgment and self-doubt. That's basically what the inner critic keeps shooting at you. If it's not conscious, it's unconscious. But it's almost no matter what you do, you're, you're getting that, that kind of message. You're never doing it quite well enough. And a lot of people just say, oh, well, it's because I'm not doing it well enough. I'm not giving money to that guy out of, outside, you know, who's, who's begging for money. It, it's, not, it's not accurate. And so once you realize that, you just sort of, it's kind of like a game of gotcha. You know, when that guilt comes up, you say, gotcha, that's that thing. And it's in the center of the head. I mean, you can really feel it. Mm-hmm. And you, you just say, okay, that's not who I am. You know, in this moment, I, you know, I know I am this wonderful spiritual being who has lots of compassion. I know that. And I also know that it's, I cannot constantly give this same guy, you know, money. And I don't even know whether that's helpful anyway. Right. You know, it's a very clear realization and clarity you can move into. And so instead of giving him money when you go past him, you give him love, you shoot him light, you surround hmm. him with light, you send the, the archangels to him. You can do all kinds of oh, stuff. I love that. Like I say, you know, money kind of helps sometimes, but it just sort of keeps that guy on, you know, in this life that is probably really miserable for him. Yeah. So, so you know, what all of us can do, we're, we're very abundant in our ability to send love and compassion and, you know, joy and good wishes, you know, however you do it. Some people send prayers, but just always know you can do that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you have the money and it feels right, you do that too. Yeah. I'm just thinking about like all the crazy stuff again that's been going on and I wish it were there was like this huge movement of people just all at once. Like you mentioned that one a session that you used to do where we could all just send more love out there. Cause like so yeah. much stuff is cropping up like this whole me too yeah. thing, all these people who are taking advantage of actresses and, you know, I'm just horrible, horrible. And of course the government and yeah. that, mess and so it's like I think about this and I'm like man all of this stuff is so wild right now I wish love could just solve it but we have to go through this right this is part of the transition yeah I mean we have to go through it but it's you can choose how you go through it you Mm -hmm. know which level of consciousness you're going to go through it 
if you stay in 3D consciousness, you're going to constantly be, um, be angry and distressed and fearful and, you know, thinking, oh, my God, you know, what, what's going to happen next? Um, you do it from a higher consciousness, you back up. And that's why this ascension paradigm is just so valuable. You see, you know, it's a much bigger process. And we are just in the middle of the transitional time, which have always been predicted to be very, very chaotic. It yeah. makes sense. I just hope that one of those third dimensional beings doesn't like blow up our, our planet. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I, you know, from everything that I, I know deep within me and also from what I read, because I get lots and lots of intel from a number of different sources Yeah. who say that, that that's not the timeline we're on anymore. At one okay. point we were, but we're not. And we are now on this timeline into the fifth dimension and we're not going to have, um, you know, bombs blowing blowing the, the earth up at Good. one point at one point we were but it has shifted and people truly truly are waking up across the planet it, it, it is amazing to me and i have a you know i have a sense of it just from my little corner of the world simply because i have a website about the fifth dimension and you know the, the whole ascension process it's not a big site but I get thousands of people on it every month, mm -hmm. thousands and thousands of people who listen to my YouTubes about it. And so that gives me a measuring stick to say, ah, and, you know, a lot of people comment on it. And, you know, they're buying my books also. And they just say, oh, my God, this explains so much. This is mm -hmm. exactly what's happened to me. And they're waking up and, and they're having, you know, a lot of the positive experiences as well as the challenging ones. Yeah. So speaking of that, that's how I found you was uh -huh. I was seeking out more information personally about fifth dimension. And I sort of stumbled upon something on YouTube and then it led to this and led to that. Right. And I've also been seeing a lot of stuff. And this is that thing we bookmarked about like aliens. Do you know anything about that? And is that related to Ascension in, oh, in any way? Oh, okay. absolutely it is. You know, it's, it's such a huge aspect of what's going on. And I never know whether, whether to bring it up or not. I want to, because I've been seeing it. And I'm like, I wonder, yeah, and I watched a video where they explained each type. Yeah, exactly. First of all, I don't even like the, the term alien. I, you know, I, I say either ET or galactic. You know, they're galactic. Yeah. And, as, and there's a whole disclosure movement now going on that is, it, it's really, it's huge. And it's on the internet mainly. Um, alternate journalists and uh, whistleblowers and insiders inside of um, space programs, uh, the military and the intelligence agencies are all coming out now and talking about not only have extraterrestrials been on the planet forever, even, some even say even before humanity came along, and some even say that they actually created humanity, that they, you know, they used their own DNA and created a whole new race, but they are still with us today. And the, the big thing that's happening is that there are benevolent ones that have wanted to help us all along, mm -hmm. and there are ones that really have actually taken over the planet in a very 
awful way. <laughs> I know one. And, you know, really brought a lot of suffering to us. And that is what is coming to a conclusion during these times. And part of why everything is so rough, because there are battles being um, fought actually out in space, which sounds like science fiction, but I yeah. will tell you, you listen to these, these whistleblowers, you know, scientists who, who have been in these programs for a long time. They just say it like, they just know it's true. Yeah. And, um, and, and, they, and they work with them. Um, there have been extraterrestrials, evidently, who have worked in the space programs, putting even the space programs that we know about. And then there are secret space programs that have been going on, you know, since the, the 50s and 60s. And extraterrestrials have been part of it all. And like I say, some of them have goodwill towards us and some do not. And yeah. part of what's happening now is, um, you know, these, these ones who have really been malevolent and enslaved us in a number of different ways, you know, um, not just politically, but also financially and our health and through mind control. Mm. It's a real rabbit hole once you start going down this, and it can feel very dark, but I'll tell you, it is so liberating when you start reading and hearing about this stuff because it explains so much of yeah. what hasn't made sense. And anyway, there's a, a lot of really good reports coming out now about how the benevolent ETs have been um, very, very successful in in making progress, let's yeah. just say, in freeing, freeing uh, the Earth, but also in preventing a number of nuclear missiles that were supposed to go off. This has been in the last 20, 30 years. Wow. Yeah, there, there's just a, a lot of reports, like I say, even on-the-ground reports, people who have seen it, uh, with these nuclear missiles that were supposed to go one place or another, just got melted or something. Wow. And There's like a galactic war going on that we don't even know about. That's right. That's right. And it's fascinating. Yeah. It can sound really dark in one way, but if you sit back and just take it all in, it's like it's the biggest drama, the best movie <laughs> you've ever seen. It yeah, let's all get our lawn chairs out and just look at the sky. <laughs> right. And, and, and just feel into it. You know, we're, we're, get, we're getting freed here. We're, you know, it's really, really yeah. moving quickly now. And what we're going to be seeing on the earth is the downfall of what's been called the cabal, which is, you know, a small group, a relatively small group of human beings who have actually been the ones who have been, you know, <laughs> had us under control, basically. But my last book, tells all about this in a lot more detail. But the main thing to, to know is that it's really exciting now because we are being liberated on many, many different levels. And, you know, our job is inwardly to liberate ourselves, you know, from the lies we have been told, the things that we haven't been told, and to just not accept being, being held down anymore in what we think and in what we believe. Yeah. So would you say that people who are like part of a particular religion that has specific rules and regulations around it, that they're being held back from experiencing more joy because they are following this set of rules? Yeah, probably. And 
the thing about religions is to understand that these malevolent ETs and the cabal have infiltrated every major religion on the on the planet and they've brought in fear they brought in the, the rigid rules mm-hmm. all that and it you know that's anyone who is still really very involved on that level then that's what they're going to experience you know yeah. they're still going to be in fear and guilt and shame and right all that type of but thing. also you can tell something's going on there's a transformation i mean look at the catholic church that's, oh i know that's getting very torn down. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, very, very dark stuff um, happening there. Yeah. It but all again, makes sense. yeah, you know, it's it's like all the toxins are coming to the surface now that yeah. they've always been there, but they haven't been obvious to us. So it's it's like you know when you go through a cleanse, how all the toxins come out. Mm-hmm. Under the that that's what we're seeing, and it's on the individual level too. Yeah. You know, all these things that have held us back, held us down are now in our faces. They, they can't go with us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been said you can't take your 3D baggage with you into the fifth dimension. Mm. Good. So all the relationships, the, the emotions, the reactions, all that kind of stuff that we know, you know, we would just call negative, it, it's not going to go with us. Yeah. And so, you know, it's happening on that macro level out on the earth and also on the micro level within us. It's amazing. I know it's happening quickly, but I wish it would happen even faster. I mean, sometimes I get caught up and I'm like, oh, you know, bad people will never go away. There's always going to be something. Yep. Yep. I'll tell you, if you, if you start reading, you know, you get into that world of disclosure, you know, it's called the disclosure movement or the, okay. the truth movement. You'll see so many positive reports, even on this level on the earth, you know, things that mainstream news either knows nothing about or do not want to report. And I, I've got to say, and I, you know, I don't have hard and fast opinions, but it, it is true that just six large corporations own all of Western media. You can look into uh, this, do research on it. Yeah. And there's a lot of CIA influence on the, in all of the, the major media. I believe it. So, so you go, you know, onto the internet. It's not like everything that's reported on the internet through these alternative people is true either, but you get a whole different idea of what's happening in the world, and a lot of it is very positive. Mm-hmm. That um, there are, you know, up to forty-five thousand um, sealed indictments that are ready to be unsealed. I mean, it's, it's this huge thing that's happening very very unusual Hmm. and that you know the the truth about 9-11 is going to be coming out at the end of this year and the truth about you know all the assassinations that yes we were given the narrative you know there were always just one crazed you know right right. shooter who who, who happened to get killed um was responsible you know the rest of the world knows a lot about 9-11 that americans generally don't know they they just can't quite believe it but you know there's just a whole different story that went on there so that's just part of what a lot of people are saying this last part of 2018 is going to be about and it's going to cause a lot of disruption because people who aren't at all aware of this stuff are going to just be stunned they're going to be in shock 
And that's why I really encourage people who kind of know they're here to be part of these times and to assist humanity mm-hmm. to become aware of these things now yeah. and get through your shock so that you'll be able to assist other people, you know, when all this stuff really starts going mainstream. Yeah. So you're welcome, NOL listeners. We're here to help you. (laughs) (laughs) So before we go, I would love for you to share um, with the listeners, you know, the types of healing sessions that you provide um, and what a coaching session might involve. So if somebody wants to reach out to you, they know what it looks like. Okay. A coaching session is is just very simple. Um, I essentially do it on the phone or on Skype if someone's out of the country. Um, You know, it's an hour of of coaching, but it's all around ascension symptoms and, you know, how to make it through um, these very challenging times. Mm-hmm. Now, the, um, the quantum healing that I do, it, you know, that's a term that a lot of different people have taken for, you know, some sort of healing that um, goes on in the, let's call it the, the quantum field. It's remote healing. You know, I, I talk to you for about a half hour on the phone or on Skype. And, you know, find out, you know, what the issues are. But then you just lie down and stay quiet for an hour. And I, I go in and I can just feel and see what are called foundations. And these are energetic patterns of conflict and trauma and negative emotions and, um, you know, core beliefs about yourself that are stuck on the DNA. And I just know the process of pulling them out and releasing them into the light, which can just be really, really <laughs> such a relief. That sounds amazing. And, and then I also, um, it, it's just something that's developed over time. I also start getting past life information uh, for the person that specifically relates to why they're going through what they're going through at this time, why it's so difficult. And then also a message at the end um, from their guides. Um, telling them more about what's going on and what to do next, you know, ha- how to move on and um, move into the the next step. That's incredible. I'm into all of that. Like epigenetics is like one of my interests and uh-huh. and how you can change it and, and release old patterns that have been handed down through your DNA. Right. Like Someone told me once that if like your grandfather was shot in the foot in the war, like you have foot problems. You don't know why you have, you have problems with you your feet. You could have them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's called taking on family karma. Mm. And, and you know, some people, you know, more mature souls tend to take on the family karma um, yeah. for their generation. But a lot of us are here, you know, in doing that to release it, you know, because there are methods now where, you know, like I've been saying, you can release that karma. Where That's the other thing that's happening during these times is karma is coming to an end. A lot of people who come to me, you know, that's the information I get is a huge karmic pattern that they've had their whole life is now unwinding mm-hmm. and finishing up. And it's very, very exciting. Um, but it, it can leave people in a state of like, well, what now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've gotten used to that dysfunction. What yeah, do I do? Right. I've had it my <laughs> whole life. But it opens you up to a whole new experience in life, um, especially, you know, when family relationships 
karma, you know, most of us have karma with our, um, our families. Um, when that can finally complete itself, it is just amazing um, the, the type of freedom you, you can feel. Yeah. Oh, wow. I have absolutely enjoyed our time today. And you shared so much information. I'm sure people out there are now really, you know, intrigued and are doing their own research. And that was the idea behind this was to really kind of like open the, the, the Pandora's box and be like, go go everybody Um, because this is really cool stuff to me and so I had been seeking someone to talk with about this and when I found you and spoke with you offline I was like she's perfect and I'm so glad that you took time to do this so thank you yeah, well, thank you for, for asking me. It's been delightful. Absolutely. Everybody out there listening, uh, please go to Vidya's website, Vidya Frazier. I'm going to put the link in the show notes once again and pick up her books. Have fun checking out The Fifth Dimension. Have a great topic you'd like to hear discussed on an upcoming episode of Nothing Off Limits? Email us at ideas at ladyfoxentertainment.com. In the meantime, please subscribe, rate the show, and go to ladyfoxentertainment.com to sign up for our email list and to check out our resources page. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time.